0: Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with HR leaders from around the world. Today's HR leaders must be effective organizational change consultants if they want to drive employee engagement. They must become adept at operating along a spectrum that spans from strategy to implementation and from leader to facilitator. I'm here with my good friend, Noel Lenahan, Head of Global HR Operations at Maersk Oil in Denmark to discuss how to keep employees engaged during times of transition. Noel, pleasure to have you with us today.
1: Thanks, Matt. Good to be here. Noel, tell us
0: a little about yourself and uh, your, your role at Mersk.
1: Yeah, Matt. Uh, I joined Maersk uh, three and a half years ago actually when I was based out in Singapore. and uh, uh, the role I have now is, uh, as you said, head of global HR operations for Mersk Oil, which is one of the four big uh, business verticals in the Mersk Group. And uh, what we do in uh, HR operations is uh, we lead uh, uh, the community of all the sort of HR service delivery out to our locations. So that's everything sort of an end-to-end uh, service delivery from HR administration and IT and payroll benefits, etc., all the way through to senior business partnering. So I'm also part of the uh, the Global HR Leadership Team, and on that leadership team we also have uh, Talent and Learning, Organizational Effectiveness, and uh, Reward.
0: And so, Noel, what do you think are the essential components of effective employee engagement?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a really great question, and I think a lot of uh, you know people and leaders uh, approach engagement in different ways, but to me, I think uh, what's really important is to have a uh, actually a, 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 a consequent plan around how you're going to go forward and engage in the organisation and and engage around what. So it might be if, if there is significant change or a new strategy uh, or responding to a you know a situation. I think that's really important first of all to be clear on what's the purpose of engaging. But then uh, I think it's also really important to have a bit of a strategy and a plan about how to go forward and and I don't think they need to be heavy-handed but I do think that, um, for example, sort of segmenting you know your employees and, and your leaders into you know the sorts of different engagement strategies you need to use with those groups. Um, I, I was working with uh, one of our uh, locations, uh, global locations recently uh, and 2015 had been a year of significant change for them and actually headcount reductions. So you would have thought that they would have had a, probably a pretty hard time engaging employees. And actually, uh, the annual employee survey results came out just a few weeks ago and their employee engagement increased. Uh, and uh, that was that was remarkable, given that they have had a very difficult year. So when we probed a bit more deeply, um, it was clear that they had a plan as leaders and as a leadership team. And in that plan, for example, they had looked at Various segments of the population, so key influencers. They looked at uh, employees who were nationals in the local country um, as part of this sort of nationalisation uh, acceleration. Uh, they looked at young women leaders. They had a young women's leaders network and they used these different channels to actually sort of, you know, penetrate down into the organisation. First of all, to find out what was on people's minds, uh, but then actually to sort of tailor their engagement. And I, and I think that was actually. A really really good lesson in um, you know how to uh, as a leadership team to think about uh, engaging the, uh, the organization.
0: Absolutely and in your experience Noel what are the biggest threats to organization change initiatives?
1: Well I think um, and you know a lot of the change models talk about this I mean I think um, a couple of things one is uh, a lack of clarity around um, what are we changing to Uh, and then also then a lack of ability to make the connection between that vision and to the individual uh, where they're sitting there going well what does this mean for me and then of course the uh, I guess the uh, the the potential risk that's in all change efforts is resistance and uh, unless unless at the individual level uh, uh, people can uh, really relate to what would be in the change for them uh, and, and where the opportunity exists in the change for them, uh, there is a very strong gravitational pull back to doing things the same way we've always done them before. And I think uh, 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 over so many um, uh, elements and dimensions of uh, employee performance, uh, for example, health and safety, um, you know, uh, productivity, performance, If if there is a need to change to something new, um there'll always be a tendency to you know if if for people to say well we've done it always the same way and it's done done as quite well why change and i think that the often that's just because the vision uh just hasn't really been articulated well enough i do think that you sometimes you have to have a a bit of an edge to uh, your change effort and so of course there may, may be some who are just never going to get uh on board with the change and they need to be pretty honest and frank conversations with those individuals. But my experience is they're not the majority by any means. And actually, most employees find uh, when they can see opportunity and, and see that sort of as a credible pathway forward, they get quite excited about it and, and, they want, and then they get curious. When people get curious about change, you've already got them coming out of the, uh, the deepest part of the change curve. And, uh, and then you're off to a good start, I think.
0: How important is it, do you think, for HR leaders to understand the change management process?
1: Yeah, I, I, think it's, I actually think it's critically important and I think it's a way that HR leaders can really differentiate themselves. I think that um, having a few uh, uh, fundamental concepts in, in your back pocket, you, when you're sitting at a leadership table or you're sitting with a group of employees, that it's it's very, very influential and and, uh, and you can make some real breakthroughs if you can just jump up on a whiteboard and uh, with a, a flip chart or uh, you know just a whiteboard and some pens and you can just jot down a few notes and jot down maybe a, a quick diagram or something to to sort of say hey I think this is where we are in the conversation and uh, these might be some options for how we go forward in this in this conversation or with this piece of work. So I think having a few fundamentals uh, and I think uh, uh, is critically important. I also think uh, for HR leaders Whenever there is a, a change effort happening, make sure you're in there. You know, make sure you you, you, you see it as an opportunity for your own growth and development. And uh, and if there are even some specialists working on it, you know, just work shadow them and learn what you can from them in terms of not just sort of some concepts and and, and models, but also just how they facilitate conversations, how they work with leaders, how they put a plan together. I mean, I think those sorts of things are incredibly powerful to have. As an HR leader, and I think that uh, when you when you demonstrate you've got those to your to your business leaders, to your CEO, to your CFO, the top team, uh, they um, you know it, it makes a difference, and, and they'll really listen.
0: And that was Noel Lenahan from Murcoil discussing how to keep employees engaged during times of transition. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.